Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am Scotty Waz. What's happening, everybody? What a week we just had, and what a week we got coming up. Good times ahead, that's for certain. We're going to go into a bit of a dive in terms of the Black Bears' first weekend um, against the New Jersey Titans, the defending reigning Robertson Cup champion, New Jersey Titans. And we'll also look ahead to what the uh, Black Bears have to look forward to as they have traveled to Blaine. They are there right now. Puck drop, if you're listening to this, before the lunch hour in the East Coast. Noontime Eastern is uh, where it's at. That's 11 Central uh, and 9 in the West Coast. So that's how math works. So that's how I did that. In any case... Uh, we'll get to all that, but uh, before we get to where we're going, we got to know where we've been, and that's where we start off this weekend. Opening night at the Den, fifth straight season. All the seasons have started at home for the Maryland Black Bears, and uh, fourth uh, of the five seasons that the New Jersey Titans have been in town for the opening ceremonies of uh, of what's happening. A, a little bit of a new team. I mean, you have your... Uh, you have your returning guys. You got your uh, Trace Johnsons, Luke Van Wise, Elliot LaRose, um, Sean Kilcullens, Adam Shankula, who played for a good majority of last season towards the end. Same with Leo Schwartz, uh, Dimitri Kebrew, Brad McNeil, Jesse Horchuk. Look at that. A whole bunch of vets we have in the room. Um, and then, you know, of course, you have guys who had uh, their tenders, played the played a couple games there, Kareem El-Bashir. Um, you have uh, yeah, Irvi Terwilliger. In this one, Hunter Ramos, good times had by all. And uh, even the return of Quinn Kennedy. Quinn was up in the USHL last season um, and is now back with the Black Bears. Uh, so that's a, a nice little boost offensively for the Black Bears. So uh, a little bit of an inauspicious start to this uh, the first game. As a uh, dump in behind the net, uh, William Hackinson was trying to retrieve it, gets caught up in the net, gets turned over. Goes out to the point. Eric Charpentier puts one on, gets tipped by Ryan Novo, who uh, puts the first thorn in the side of the Maryland Black Bears. 48 seconds in, it is nothing Titans, and you get that, uh, ugh, that's not fun. Not fun to have that going on, and you know you don't want that to kill the vibe of opening night. So Jesse Horacek saw that. He saw the vibe wasn't right. He waited till the vibe was perfect. And put home his first of the year, 204 in. Nice little pass from uh, Christian Catalano. And uh, he is, uh, Catalano is going to be fantastic. Uh, we will see, hopefully see what he can develop into. But this first weekend, he was stellar. Uh, he feeds Jesse Horacek. Horacek uh, pots one home, just coming off the wing. Rips one past Ben Charette, and uh, that's it. Tie game in just two minutes and four seconds. Hey, don't blink or you miss it. Uh, eight seconds later. Brad McNeil gets his first of the year. El Capitone gets a tip drill in off the Catalanado shot, uh, and that's Catalanado's second assist in eight seconds. Sean Kilcullen got the secondary assist on the first goal, and Jesse Horchuk gets a secondary assist in the second goal for the Black Bears as they are up 2-1, just 2-12 into the game. Now, of course, uh, nerves, you have to uh, think, Played a little bit of a role into it. That's fine. Roll, you know, nerves are going to happen first uh, first game of the year. Shaking it back off, and here we are. Uh, but one of the big things that uh, that happened was uh, William Hackinson. He was floundering in front. Somehow gets his big old mid up. It got the third play of the week 
on the NAHL website gets the big old mid-up ribs. Brendan Dumas, and we uh, preserved the lead at 2-1 to one in this one. 20 minutes, that's where it stood. Uh, you know, breaks kind of settled down on Maryland's side. They started to work a little harder. I think one of the big um, things this entire weekend was the will of these players. There were about four or five chances over the weekend that could have been icing, but because of the speed, it, it just wiped them out. And that created plays, and that created things going the other way, including a couple goals in that opportunity. So the will and the thrill that the Maryland Black Bears are possessing in this first uh, first game here and this first weekend, hopefully, if this can carry on, this is going to be a more than fun team to watch overall in this season. Getting into the second period, um, a, a lot of uh, a lot of chances here. Adam Shankula getting down low, gets stuffed in the crease. By Charette, but uh, Shankula was staying with the play towards the end of the end of the penalty kill that the Maryland Black Bears had. Draws a penalty himself, and the next thing you know, possession game. Um, we got ourselves something going on there as uh, Laroe working around with Dimitri Kibrew and Quinn Kennedy. Kennedy and Kibrew had a nice little tête-à-tête there behind the net, finding Laroe out in front, and uh, Laroe gets his first of the year from Kibrew and Kennedy just past the halfway point of the second frame and Maryland is up three to one Maryland tried to tip the 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 weight in their favor they were getting some shots on they were creating sustainability in the offensive zone and things were looking well to keep that 3-1 lead but uh, with under a minute and a half to go uh, Scott Kremen passes it up to Ben Mothersball and Mothersball wheels around and just rips one home high glove on Hackinson that was just a laser of a shot from the top of the circle for his first of the year and it is three to two as we go into the intermission. A lot of uh, a lot of things going on. You got to make sure that uh, this doesn't create any kind of uh, ill will, any kind of uh, bad thoughts, bad emotions. Get the team pep back up. Late goal always sucks, but uh, Maryland try not to let that affect them, and they didn't. Three ten to Yuma into the third period. Hunter Ramos with a hammer. Set up by Samuel Stitz very well. Boom goes the dynamite. His first of the year and first in the NA. Uh, Samuel Stitz his first assist and point in the NA. And Christian Catalanato. It's a it's it's a fantastic three assist night for him. So big ups to uh, this team. And they just they 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 put it down. They locked it down afterwards. And uh, the Black Bears come out victorious. Game one. Uh, with the four to two victory in this one, and uh, yeah, a lot of things going in this one. Uh, Samuel Stitz, like I said, one of the guys who was in the four check a lot, uh, negating some icing calls, getting sticks in lane, not letting uh the Titans have a clean breakout, which is something the Black Bears, you know, they they have a good four check, and I think this uh, someone like Stitz and and the aggressiveness of Demetri Kibrew and even uh, Kareem El Bashir had uh, had some moments there on the four check, uh, getting some sticks in lanes, breaking some stuff up. So, uh, huge moment for them, huge game for them, and four uh, two victory, get it off uh, to a good start. Second straight season, they win the home opener. And uh, we have to see if they can close it out. Never in the history of the Black Bears have they swept an opening weekend. And, you know, you move to Saturday. See what happens there. Game two of the weekend, getting some new faces in there as the Black Bears had uh, a fair amount of he- uh, healthy scratches as their roster is still a decent size. Get to see a couple other looks from a couple other players. 
So uh, let's see how it worked there. William Hackinson still in net for this one, but the Black Bears going ahead and just uh, getting things going. Hackinson had to come up big in the first, had a good save at point-blank range, uh, making sure things were uh, things were held tight, had a great performance for himself uh, this weekend, and that proves, as we'll talk about here a little later, but he shuts the door early, gets into the game early, which is solid. Um you know, end of the PK, he made a big save all alone in front, stuffing, uh, shutting them down, the New Jersey Titans down in this, keeping it a nil-nil game. Now, I talked about Samuel Stitz um, beforehand in game one, showed great forechecking ability, you know, got some icings waved off, and here he is again in another forechecking role, kept hacking at it, and has a nose for the net, loose puck in front of the net, and he finds that garbage to clean it back up. That puts it a one nothing game. Adam Shankula with an assist. And Caleb Thiessen, alternate captain, he will get an assist uh, on that one. And uh, we got a one nothing game just past the midway point in the first. Hackinson still playing well in net, shutting things down, making sure everything is on the up and up for this squad as they take a, a, a nice little lead into the first. Not after an opportunity from... Uh, Quinn Kennedy after Catalano just uh, – I'm saying his name 15 different ways, so I apologize for that. Uh, Catalano just goes ahead and uh, he makes a nice little dangle through the zone into the slot, gets it to Kennedy, just rolls off the stick in a way he doesn't want it to, keeps it, keeps it at one nothing. A solid zone time, a lot of work going on there. And tension's riding high, and you kind of saw that in the second and third period. Uh, not uh, Usually these teams play very clean against each other. Uh, this one, for some reason, just went a little bonkers. Um, Ryan Novo is a guy who is going to be, if he can be a uh, you know uh, an everyday lineup person, I think he can be a very big pest and go to a lot of teams into some penalties. Um, so he is going to be a pest. He's, he's a speedy player, short, uh, shorter, shorter side player, but he is going to be a pest, and I think teams are going to have to look out for him. Um, and if he can, you know. Get a little offense here and there. He got a goal this weekend off a tip, so we'll see what can do. But he was he was uh, getting into the uh, the cages, rattled, trying to rattle a few cages of the Maryland Black Bears. They didn't bite too too much, and all that. A lot of tension. Coaches yelling at each other over the glass. Um, it ha- it was a it was a time to be there. Let's be honest. Uh, Hackinson and uh, Zachary Bryce, who was at the other end for the New Jersey Titans, uh, big saves in the second frame as well. They were uh, coming up huge. Bryce with a couple big glove saves. Hackinson just shutting the door left and right, getting the, getting his pads out there. Good time for everybody involved. But uh, one of those deals where uh, quick passing by the New Jersey Titans on a power play, a too many men on the ice call, which is something that plagued the Black Bears uh, much of last year as well, gives Johnny McMahon his first of the season. And uh, we got ourselves a tie game, 11-10. Uh, in or eleven uh, ten, yeah, into the second period. Black Bears trying as they might, creating a lot of chances. Cal Essenmacher had a big chance, um, on uh, but a big glove save by Zach Bryce as Gunnar Van Dam had a nice little creation, uh, stepping up to do that. Couldn't get it, uh, get back the lead, and then next thing you know, with three seconds, two point nine seconds left. Um, it's Luke Van Wy with a seeing eye shot from the point, just throwing it at net. Tip drill by Adam Shankula, and we got ourselves a 2-1 game. A super late goal for that, getting that one back from last night, uh, the, the last night affair, the Friday night affair. Luke Van Wy still getting credit on this one, 
the inner arena was Shankula. As it stands right now, on the NAHL website, Luke Van Wy gets the goal, Gabriel Westling with the assist, Caleb Thiessen with the assist on the power play. Um, announced in arena, it was Shankula. Who cares? It's a goal. Ilabui Labu, we're good to go. So Black Bears take a 2-1 lead into uh, the third frame. And then next thing you know, we get some uh, get a little more fireworks. Titans uh, getting into penalty trouble uh, with uh, Silas Oberling with a holding. Marcus Sang with a roughing call, but that roughing call went ahead and uh, got the Maryland Black Bears their 3-1 lead as a power play ensued. Guess what? Sean Kilcullen potting home his first of the year uh, with a power play goal. Uh, Catalano with the uh, with the assist, his fourth of the year already. Brad McNeil getting a helper in that too. It's three to one. Then a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> then a lot of stuff happened. Uh, just around thir- at the thirteen thirty mark of the uh, of the second period, there was a rush down ice. Uh, Adam Shankula was uh, was there. He was driving to the net. He gets ridden off by Oberding. And Oberding extends his hands, pushing Shankula, who had a lot of momentum, into Zach- Zachary Bryce. Full on, full speed. Ha! And then Oberding gets upset because he threw his, a guy into his goalie. So fireworks erupt. Things are happening. Ryan Novo's out there throwing his helmet off and getting his gloves off, ready to fight anybody who is willing to listen. And then next thing you know, uh, it goes to hell there. Levante Karashev gets into it. Brandon Dumas gets into it. Brandon Dumas gets uh, gets thrown out of the game for a gross misconduct for spitting. It's a post-COVID. Well, it's a kind of semi-COVID world. Uh, you can't be spitting out there on the ice, especially at somebody. So he gets a game misconduct. Uh, Ryan Novo gets a five-minute fighting in a a game misconduct for fighting during a stoppage. Then Adam Shankula gets a five-minute major for charging. (laughs) You know, could he have stopped? Speed of the game. I don't know if you can stop without him getting injured as well. But he gets propelled into Bryce. By Oberding, I mean, there's there's some video evidence of that. So, is what it is. This this game kind of got it out of control. That's how game management is not done. And then uh, Levante Karashesh Lake gets a cross-checking call. Cooler heads prevailed. Some scoring chances, nothing happening there. But that'll do it. 3-1 to the final in this one. Black Bears take the sweep of the weekend. And they go ahead and uh, 2-0, a big 2-0 weekend as they head out to Blaine, Minnesota. William Hackinson had 17 saves on the uh, on the Saturday night. I think 22 saves on the Friday night. Got him first star in the East Division. Uh, brought to you by Bauer. And, uh, yeah, a good first uh, impression for the Swedish netminder. His first game's over in North America. Two big dubs. And uh, propels the Black Bears into first place in this season. I'm not going to look at the standings. I'm not going to be that guy two games in. But only undefeated team in the East Division. All I'm saying. Uh, so the Black Bears will take that. Heck of a heck of a weekend. Like I said, I think the big thing that stood out 
Um, well, one one big thing stood out to me is that the uh, the power play uh, was clicking a lot too. Get uh, two power play goals in the uh, in the in the in the second game on Saturday. You get a power play goal on Friday. Something that has plagued this team forever and a day. The power play hasn't been uh, all that stellar, but uh, early returns, early impressions looks pretty good. We'll take it from there and see how it works. Uh, again, the energy, the will of this team, the just never give up attitude of this team, the little things, the little things uh, that good Charlotte talked about back in the 90s and 2000s. That's what it's all about. It is a certain situation where guys are just going out there, seeing there could be an icing, seeing defensemen might be slacking, beating out that icing, keeping the play going, creating opportunities, getting a stick in the lane on a on a breakout. That's perfect. Create a turnover or create a disruption. Even a little change in direction of the puck, that's going to be something that uh, that that slows up a team. And and I think that's that's huge for uh, huge for the Maryland Black Bears to keep doing and get things going and and, and to have that right mentality to go ahead and and keep that tenacity up. So we will have to see how this all goes. Like I said, off to Blaine. We are off to Blaine, and I will say this. Uh, the uh, the Blaine experience is fantastic. Those super rinks are something else. There's like 80 soccer fields around there, too, uh, or football pitches, depending on where you're at. Um, but I'll get started today, Wednesday, uh, noontime start on the East Coast. Janesville Jets, the first one up. And then uh, all the way down, 3 o'clock on Thursday against the El Paso Rhinos. Uh, and then uh, 3.15 on Friday, the Aberdeen Wings, the former Robbie Cup champions a couple years back. And then the New Mexico Ice Wolves on Saturday, 10 a.m. start time on that. And uh, they'll get you out of there early. They will get you out of there early. All the games, if you cannot go to the uh, to the Maryland uh, Black Bears games in Blaine, Minnesota, you can go check out Hockey TV. They will have all the coverage there. Uh, you'll be listening to the visitors' feed, however, so take that with how you will. Unless Alex Otano is, you know, making a nice little run in up to to Blaine, but uh, as of right now, it's just going to be a way broadcast from that. So get that started. Four games, Maryland historically in the in the uh, showcase, good for two wins every single time. Uh, two one and one, two two and zero, oh, two two and zero. Oh. In the previous three, of course, the COVID year uh, wiped out the uh, the season and wiped out the show or wiped out the showcase, not the season. The season went on. Um, how I don't know. Uh, miracle from everyone involved. Uh, but uh, the Black Bears are, uh, you know, they're pretty solid. Like I said, they're good for a five, at least 500. Um, and this is the first time they're taking on these teams. I'm, as I'm looking at the history of these teams. Oh, nope, they played Janesville back in the 2019 showcase. They beat them in the Friday matchup. So that was uh, at least they have some history with Janesville. But again, that's three years ago. So much turnaround, so much turnover. But uh, yeah, two two and zero oh, last year with wins against uh, the first two wins against Corpus Christi and Wichita Falls. Of course, the Corpus Christi one had Vlad, uh, Vlad Polagashko with a hat trick. Uh, Wichita Falls was a grinding win, and then Odessa and Chippewa were eh. 
Uh, Chippewa game was very close. The Odessa game, you know, it was solid, but not one that you, you, you take home to mom and say, hey, look at this. Um, so there we are with that, with the showcase. And um, like I said, William Hackinson, first star of the week from Bauer. Big weekend for him. Uh, Christian Catalano was also a big, big weekend for him. Kind of reminds me of what Ryan Bottrell started off with last season with all the helpers in that. So that's always a key to have someone who is there for a setup. Uh, some news and notes from the team going forward. Just a couple of number changes uh, if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone. Sean Kilcullen goes from his traditional number two to number 18. He'll be sporting that. Adam Shankula wore number 15, I think, for the majority of last season. He switched to number 19 this year. And also new assistant coach behind the bench and a guy who knows Maryland hockey well, not just because he's a former team Maryland coach, but because he's a former Baltimore Bandit. Peter Laboutillier on the on the call there. He gets himself a, a little NHL coaching time behind the bench uh, uh, on Clint uh, Millamock and Kim Weiss's crew there. So uh, good to see that uh, Dylan Schoen's uh, spot will not go unfilled, and they fill it with uh, a guy who has uh, experience in terms of knowing what it takes to get to those next levels and uh, someone who's there for uh, for sure who's comes comes back to the area after maybe some time away and comes back to the Baltimore area to coach, and there you are. Fine place to live, fine place to be, fine place to play hockey, and that's where we're at now. Black Bears, after this, a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a time away from home as, you know, of course they're going up to Blaine for those four games, but they don't see the uh, the Den for quite a while. They won't go back until they take on the, Doom, the, the Danbury Junior hat tricks, easier for me to say. October 14th, so we're literally a month from when the Black Bears are back at Piney Orchard, so if you have the means, obviously, check out Hockey TV. That's the way you're going to see them, Uh, and it should be a decent time had by all, so we'll see what this team can do. We'll see what this team looks like coming out of the Blaine and going from there, onward, upward, four games in four days, going to be a conditioning stint, that's for sure, and I'm sure... Um, you know, outside of the ruckus of all the college scouts being out there, some NHL scouts being out there too, uh, the it should be a good time for the boys to get out there, get some bonding early on in the season, uh, and just hang out. Maybe go to the maybe to go to the Mall of America, maybe go to the Top Golf that's out there, and uh, yeah, good times out there in Minnesota. Uh, enjoyable, enjoyable. So that's it for me uh, for this second episode, the first real episode of defending the den um hopefully when things get uh, back to normal when the boys aren't traveling and when the team isn't traveling we can get some interviews for you guys uh moving ahead we'll get that all worked out and uh yeah thank you all for listening we'll have a recap of all four games from this past uh this past showcase and get you guys ready for the next week of games going forward how would you like that yeah All right, cool. We'll make it a date. How about you come back here next Wednesday? We'll talk about all that. I'll do what I can with uh, the the live updates during the games at at DefendingDenMBB. That's the Twitter handle. I have this thing called work. And since the games are at my time, central time, 11 a.m. to 2.15 and 9 a.m., I'm going to be hard-pressed to get to those because I work at a hospital and there's this thing going on. So <laughs> there is, uh, I will try to keep updated as much as possible. If not, we'll do a, re- a review of the games as they happen afterwards. So 
That's it. That's all. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it more than you can imagine. Uh, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, uh, part of the uh, Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction, part of PodcastMonsters.com. At Defending Den MBB is where you can find the Twitter and all the fun stuff that is going on there. Uh, but until I talk to you guys in a week's time, be well, be safe. Until next time, peace.